Welcome back to We Hate Sports Podcast, a podcast all about sports. My name is Ben, and with me today, we have PC. How you doing, PC? <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by the letter B. It stands for bums, just like TK Bellman. Those bums, bums, bums. Trey, how you doing? Uh, you already know it's Trey the Goat, man. I'm a victim of Sean being a troll, but Ray went out there knowing I'm a pioneer, man. And I just keep I just keep climbing up in the record books. I'm turning up just like the Patriots, baby. Best team in AFC. Sean, how you doing? Doing good. Annoyed, a little annoyed that I have to listen to the biggest troll here, Trey. But outside of that, having a good night, having a good week. Glad to be here. And Gianni, how you doing? Um, very good. I'm glad that we beat um TK's Broncos this this weekend. It was great. Honestly. Mickey Mouse point, by the way, but yeah, it is what it is. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Mickey Mouse. That's the Giants fan, by the way. Mickey Mouse won. He's a Jets fan. But no. not even this Shut first up. episode back. What? How many episodes? He's a Lions fan. And like 20, 20 episodes, man. 20 He's episodes. Man. Already slandering my Eagles. I thought, aren't you a, aren't, you're, you're a Jaguars fan. I don't even know why you're so obsessed with it. Shut up. All right, anyway, um, so let's get to these questions. What are your expectations for Odell Beckham Jr. tonight as he debuts for the Rams on Monday Night Football? Is OBJ the missing piece for the Rams to win a Super Bowl? PC, take it away. Well, uh, considering the score of this game at the time of this recording, um, Odell isn't exactly effective so far. I think he only has one catch. Correct me if I'm wrong, y'all. I think it might be two. Well, it's two catches that uh, ultimately don't have the Rams on top right now against the 49ers, who are a team that they should definitely be beating. Um, I mean, I I really, I don't know what it's been with the Rams as of late. Uh, Like, the chemistry just isn't there. Something's off about this team. Um, and maybe it just might be regular season-itis for them. But, yeah, like, it, it's just nothing. nothing's clicking right right now with this team. Um, I guess if this is the time to fix any problems that they have, it's, it's now. And OBJ, um, you know, he shouldn't create more problems. As a matter of fact, he should... Uh, solve a lot of the problems that the Rams have right now, especially considering Robert Woods is now out for the rest of the year with the torn ACL. Um, so, I mean, anything is possible. Um, this season has proved that nothing is, you know, nothing is going to be certain, and um, the Rams winning the Super Bowl is certainly not certain. Um, but them improving with Odell Beckham Jr. on their team, that should be certain. Um, but right now, it, it's not quite looking like that. But as far as uh, expectations for OBJ, um, hopefully he fills in that role that Robert Woods did. Gianni. Um, 
I feel like Oldo um, might um, be perfect for them. Uh, right now, it's not looking so good for the Rams right now, um, of course, with the score right now. But I think the long term, um, they're going to, to you know get him into the system more and more. And I think Stafford and Odell connection, I think it's going to be good down the line. I think it's going to take a, a couple of games for them to figure it out. But this should, I think the Rams should win the Super Bowl this year, honestly. They, they really added Von Miller, they added Odell. Um, I feel like there's no excuses with them right now. Uh, but I think Odell is going to fit in well with them. It's going to take a couple of games and. We'll see how how it goes, Sean. So um, my expectations for tonight aren't much. As PC said, the game is currently going on. He hasn't exactly done much, which I think was pretty expected to. He's still learning the playbook, still learning the system. It's brand new. It still has to take time to fit in. Long term, however, I do think he can be fill a big role for this Ram team, especially with the loss of Robert Woods, who was their wide receiver too, one of the best run blocking wide receivers in the league. That's a big loss for the Rams, and I think Odell can replace some of that production with Cooper Cup still being the wide receiver one on that team. Do I think he's going to end up being the reason they made the Super Bowl? Well, if I had to lean, I'd probably say no. I do think if they do make the Super Bowl, it probably would have happened anyway. If not, I, we just can't know for sure. But um, long term, I do think it was still a good signing. I'm just not sure if it'll be the one move that'll put them over the top. And last but not least, Trey. Yeah. I agree with Sean for once and Gianni. Uh, Odell, he's going to help them in the long run. It's still relatively it's his first game with the Rams, so you don't expect him to do much, especially with Stafford as his quarterback. I mean, that guy looks awful right now. And <clears throat> later down the line, I think having Robert Woods would have definitely helped them like get a deeper playoff run, but now that they don't have him, I don't see them making too much noise, especially with their defense already being pedestrian like it's been all year. So, I mean, we'll wait to see, but knowing Stafford and his playoff history, they won't do much, so. All right, next question. Is Matt Jones really the next Tom Brady? If not, who do you think his career will most resemble? Um, Trey, since you're a Patriots fan, I'm going to let you answer this first. Is Mac Jones the next Tom Brady boy? Of course he is. Not only is he the next Tom Brady, he's better than Tom Brady. He's better than that old man. Mac Jones, man. Yesterday, 19-23, 198 yards, three touchdowns, no turnovers. Played perfect football. Everything you would want in a quarterback. Reminds me of Tom Brady in his rookie season when he actually got the, his first start in 2000. So, I mean... It's going, to be great. it's going to be fun to see, and I believe Bill Belichick is going to have us where we need to be, especially with Mac Jones now. I mean, it's just in due time. He will surpass Brady. Ladies and gentlemen of the WHS, this is a man that said that he is not a troll. Trey lied to y'all. Talk he lied. And that was, I wish you could see my face while I was answering that question. That was no troll. Stop hating. Stop hating. That was very much the had to Stop uh, hating. Stop Biggest hating. troll on We Hate Stop Sports. Stop hating. What do you mean? 
Mac Jones is the best rookie quarterback in this draft. He will be better than Tom Brady. He'll be better than Pooh Breeze. He'll be better than Aaron Rodgers. He's already better than Josh Allen. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on that. He's better than Pua. Pua Tokavailoa. Oh, man. I could go on for hours, but this I'm not the going guy to because I'm show. already knowing. Um, Pua won. Pua actually beat Lamar Jackson, so he, he's not trash, man. But anyway, PC, uh, what's your answer? Oh, I'm glad you went to me next. Um, please do not listen to the propaganda spewing out of Trey's mouth right now. Mac Jones is no next Tom Brady. Okay, let's let's all get that thought out of our heads right now. No quarterback is going to ever top or match Tom Brady or ever be compared be to Tom. Um, he won't be better. Um, yes, Tom Brady is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. That's number one. Number two, if I had to compare Mac Jones to anybody right now, um, honestly, I see a lot of Drew Brees in Mac Jones. The accuracy with the weapons that he has, he has everything around him, along with a great head coach, to be successful in the NFL. And with Mac you know, in New England, um, you know, I'll bite my tongue and say that the Patriots made the right choice in signing him over Cam Newton, who we'll get to in a second. Um, but yeah, it's uh, to say that he'll be better than Tom Brady. That's just that's just crazy talk. I, I that I don't think he'll will ever come close to that. Um, considering Tom Brady has more rings than any other NFL franchise. Um, but, yeah, he could certainly, you know, he could be the next franchise QB for the Patriots. He won't be Tom Brady. But he'll be the next franchise guy for you. If he continues to he'll play be how he's better. I mean, we also have to remember, you know, when it comes to rookies like Mac Jones, rookie quarterbacks especially, not a lot of teams have NFL-ready film on these guys during their first season. It's really towards the second and third season that teams finally have film on this guy. So they know his strength, his weaknesses. So I'm not ready to say if Matt Jones will be, uh, you know, ready to be the next Tom Brady or if he, he'll be, uh, or if he'll even be at that level. Um, I give it a season before. He, he, we got to come back to this question because, yeah, Trey is definitely jumping from the gun. And for obvious reasons, because Patriots are one of the hot scenes. Only. Yeah, Tom Brady, the next Tom Brady to beat Matt Jones. That's... Real quick, PC, you say that nobody has film ready on these guys. There's other rookies in the NFL starting at quarterback right now. None of them are playing as well as Mac. Mac is making well, he's making great decisions, not turn the ball over. He knows where to throw it, how to throw it, when to throw it. Like Dan Orlovsky says, Mac Jones is the man, and he's right. He couldn't be any more right. And I mean, you're right too. That there are plenty of you know rookie quarterbacks in the league that are not playing at the level of Mac Jones right now. But that same rules, as I said, apply to them too. Not a lot of teams have a lot of NFL film on on any of the rookie quarterbacks or any, or any rookie sending out right now in the league. You know, that's why I give it another year. Let them go to their sophomore season, their junior season. Teams will have film. So we will see if Mac Jones continues to be as good as he's been. But right now, you know, enjoy it. Whatever. Gianni? 
I, I feel like it's disrespectful that Trey is comparing, basically saying that Mac Jones is the next Tom Brady. I don't think we're ever going to see another Tom Brady. Maybe the closest, maybe is Patrick Mahomes, but that's a long way to go. Um, I don't know who to compare him to. I, um, I'm not really sure. It's um, early in his career, but I feel like if he improves more and more, he, he could be a pretty good quarterback, in my opinion. Um, like PC said, the second and third year, there's going to be film on him. If he adjusts well to them, he's going to be a really a good quarterback long term, for sure. Uh, but he's he's doing amazing so far. Um, and the Patriots are one of the highest teams. In that conference, to me, this is an open season, honestly. So who knows what's going to happen the rest of the season. So right now, he's doing well, but who knows the next month and a half. Um uh, but I feel like it's disrespectful to, to say he's the not, the next Tom Brady. Like I, I just don't see that. Gianni, read my lips. Better. Better. Surpassed. Excelled. Exceeding. Exceeded. Trump. Okay, stop trolling now. You're you're trolling. Sean is right. You're a troll. Sean and right don't go per in the same sentence. I'm right per usual. That's cap. Per what source? Every source. Per Wojnarowski. A1 steak sauce is not a source, buddy. Sean? Um, so I'm just going to say something, and I'm sure Trey is going to love to hear me say this. Mac Jones has surprised me, and Mac Jones has impressed me. I've been very surprised and very impressed with his play this year. I think he's been very accurate. His decision-making has been good. But to compare him to the greatest quarterback of all time is asinine. I think Mac Jones has the potential to be a very solid QB in the future. But he will absolutely not come anywhere close to touching Tom Brady's legacy. If I did have to pick a quarterback to compare him to, I think at his very peak, he has the potential to be maybe like a Tony Romo or a Matt Ryan type. But Tom Brady is absolutely crazy. He will never touch Tom Brady. Are you happy, Trey? Trey is in La La Land. He's he's really in La La Land, you know. I'm on cloud nine, man. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Unreal. Unreal. All right. Cam Newton returned for the Panthers and scored twice in the red zone. Are the Panthers a threat with Cam? Can Cam lead this team to the playoffs? Uh, PC, take it away. Um. When he declared that he's back uh, last Sunday, um, I think Cam Newton was putting you know a lot of teams on notice in the NFL. He has a lot to prove. Cam Newton's back, everybody. And the Carolina Panthers are going to get into the playoffs. I said it. I'm sticking with my initial take. I said, watch out for the Carolina Panthers this year. And they are going to sneak into the playoffs with six to seven wins. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I thought that was, that was, I tried. Um, listen. And you can be a troll. Look at this man. I, 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 <laughs> listen, Cam, it's cool that you're back and all, 
you know, but we all know where this is going, okay? You were facing the depleted Cardinals team. Um, the defense look, was I like, depleted. I still like the Panthers. You know, they're, they're a team for the future, of course. You know, I, I like the core. I like their head coach, Matt Rule. But, um, you know, what Cam actually face a good team? Um, and we'll see Cardinal how there's, uh, you know, the Panthers' playoff chances. Uh, looking at their their schedule here, um, their next game, uh, next few games are fairly easy opponents. Um, Washington football team who just lost Chase Young for the rest of the year. Uh, the Dolphins who did just beat the Ravens, um, and the Atlanta Falcons who are also looking for a playoff. Uh, you know, trying to sink into a playoff. So I mean. This can either go really, really good for the Panthers or really, really bad. Um, and I think we're going to see... Um, I think we're definitely going to see what Cam Newton is truly capable of um, as the season progresses. But if he saves the starter for the rest of the season, which I think he will. Um, yeah, because there are a lot of highlight games um, because the last four games are all against teams currently in the playoffs. That's the Bucks twice, the Bills, and the Saints. So, yeah, Ken, if you're going to proclaim that you're back, prove it. Don't don't beat Colt McCoy and uh, deplete Arizona Cardinal team. Actually, beat a playoff caliber team and prove that you're back. I would just like to say, PC said the Panthers would make the playoffs with Sam Darnold. But now that they have Cam Newton, he's skeptical. Who's better than Sam Darnold? That's crazy, when Sam ain't Darnold it? Good. That's when Sam Darnold was actually playing good. He, he was never good. Season. Never good. That first three games had all of us fooled. And no, to be honest, not all of us. Has been, no, this, not this, all of us. This season has been unpredictable. So. That it has. All right, Sean, take it away. Sean is a Cam stan. I would say I'm a Cam fan. I'm a big fan of his game. I think he's one of the more electric QBs we've ever seen in the NFL. The Panthers are currently the seventh seed, which would give them a playoff spot. And um, I think they've upgraded at quarterback. A lot of people said Cam Newton wasn't good, to, good enough to start, but I think Cam Newton is the best quarterback on the Panthers roster. He's better than Sam Darnold. He's better than P.J. Walker. I think he can give them enough wins to sneak them in as a six or seven seed with eight or nine wins, which isn't some crazy season. But the, they were four and five. If he ends the season five and four, something like that, I think it will be very successful. I think Panthers fans should be ecstatic that he's their quarterback for the rest of the season. And it's not Sam Darnold or P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker is hot dog water. Seen him play? Trash. They said he was better than Cam Newton. Crazy. Trey, what is your answer? Well, unlike Sean, I won't troll here. Okay, so, yeah, Cam Newton, he looked good when he played. I mean, when you get two chances to score from the goal line, which you've been doing your whole life, just scoring from in the red zone, unstoppable in that area, we expect you to do it. I'm not doing something crazy that no one has not seen, hasn't seen before. Which well, he doesn't know the playbook yet, apparently, or whatever that is. So whenever he gets the chance to start, then we can start making our assumptions if he's back or not. 
we'll see then. It's too early to tell now. Uh, PJ Walker is dog hot dog water. Sam Darnold is hot dog water. Cam is the only answer at quarterback for them right now. And if he can play better than he did for us last year, he didn't fit our system at all. Uh, I think the Panthers will be fine. They got the roster for it. Their defense is all right. It's not bad defense. They got a good offense. Christian McCaffrey's back. Don't know if he's still hurt again or not because uh, he was in the tent on yesterday, but too early to tell right now. There was zero troll in my answer. I don't know what Trey's talking about. You are literally the epitome of a troll. Anyways. Johnny, close this out. Um, I think Cam is perfect. For the Panthers um, starting quarterback, he's going to start um, this coming Sunday. I think, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, honestly, like they're probably going to get the six seed because the six seed, honestly, is going to be eight to nine wins. And I was looking at their schedule. Their last four games is tough. They're they're at Buffalo. They have Tampa twice, and I forgot who else they have. I think they have the Saints too as well, who's fighting for a playoff spot. I think they can win nine games and get the six seed. I think they avoid the seven seed. The seven seed might go to the Falcons or the Eagles at this point. Um, honestly, yeah, I think they're going to make the playoffs and they're they're going to be pretty good the rest of the season. Real quick, Gianni, you said that their last four games is tough. Bucks is tough, yeah. Who else they playing? I forgot who else you said. I know you said Bills. The Bills. And who else? They got the Saints. All right. So two division opponents, one AFC. I see only three tough games. The two at the Bucks and then the one at the Saints. Anytime you have Josh Allen at QB, you have a chance to win. A high oh, chance. My. Like that. It's, oh just, my it's just math at this point. It's, it's, it's simple math. Josh Allen is not good. They're on the road in that game. You are such a biased shoulder, Trey. cares if they're on you the are. road. We're on the road all the time, and we win. Hey, man, Josh Allen sucks. Get that through your head. He's not good. Okay, he beat That's up not. the Jets. So what? It's the Jets. Nobody now, gave us now it's exactly, exactly. You don't like that, huh? Now it's the Jets. Now it's the Jets. But when we beat them, when we beat them, it was, oh, it's the Jets. But when the you Bills the- do something, oh, man, Josh uh, Allen is the gunslinger. He is the man. Or, he's not. He's a bum. He's a fraud. He's a fraud. You. You've been on his butt every time the Bills have lost this season. Think I about that. Right? Because, the obsession that you have with Josh Allen and the Bills is I just want. I just want the world to realize not, that Josh you, Allen is not this guy that no, y'all you, think he is. He's not you this know what, guy. You know what you want, Trey? You want the Bills to fail. That's and they what will you fail. That's not... Just that's, they will fail. They will. They failed last year. They failed the year before. They failed four years in a row at the Super Bowl. They are failures. They suck. Hot dog water. Uh-huh. Josh Allen has terrible accuracy. Uh-huh. Ben. Ben, all right, you're the moderator. What is Josh Allen not a fraud? I mean, he was a couple of weeks ago against the Jaguars, but I mean, I mean, I mean, but he bounced up. I mean, he bounced back this week. So, 
He bounced, he bounced back this week. So it's, I'm I mean, it's been determined that he's not even the best QB in New York. All right, I don't know about that, but anyway, um, yeah, Josh nobody, Allen is a fraud. See, yeah, you say nobody even reacted to that. Let's move on to the next second. It was for uh, Ben, not y'all. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, the next segment off the rope, off the top rope with PC and Trey. So, yeah, I'll take it oh, away. How- ben, you really you. suck at this. You suck. One, I'm just kidding. PC, what's up, man? Uh, what's up, Trey? Alright, so we're on a complete week, but you know, still chucking right along. Show must go on, per usual. And you still have all the quality content on the We Hate Sports Podcast, your favorite segment. That's for damn sure. Uh, so this weekend, uh, we had AEW's uh, annual pay-per-view whole year place commencement of a whole lot of stories uh, coming to fruition. Um, so we're just going to go through every match, break down every match, and the winner and our reaction soon. Starting with the buy-in, the pre-show match uh, between Jamie Hayter and Nava Rose taking on Thunder Rosa and Harshita. Now, uh, it should be worth mentioning that all four of these women are in the TBS Women's uh, Championship Tournament. Um, and it's all... Um, Ooh, excuse me. It's all uh, Sheeta and Rosa scored the victory as they celebrated on the web to kick the night off with some good feel vibes. Um, nothing really comes to this match. Standard TV, you know, match right here. Um, so let's now move on to the main cards. As to start off the night, we had Darby Allen taking on MJ. Um, now, it should be worth mentioning, MJF said that he could defeat Darby Allen with a uh, headlock takeover, and um, that's alluding to Darby Allen's past history as an amateur. Um, well, I will say, there was a lot of great amateur wrestling and a lot of great wrestling wrestling in this matchup, um, and ultimately the finish came when MJF took his diamond ring and he clocked Allen right in the jaw with it, and then secured the victory with, you guessed it, a headlock takeover um, for the victory, uh, meaning that MJF has still only lost one singles match in AEW. It had a, it was a great match, though. It was a great match. It had everything you could want in a match, bro. Uh, Kickouts at two and a half seconds. Uh, MJF, I thought he was going to lose at one point, but he just kept kicking out, man. Him and Darby Allen. Uh, like you said, he punched him in the mouth with the ring, did the headlock takeover, and from there, they finally got some, they finally got a pinfall because they had like, what, 15 attempts before someone actually got counted? I mean, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, MJF described himself. These two are the four pillars of AEW, along with Jungle Boy and Semi Guevara. Um, and now MJF. Can brag about how he's been three out of the four pillars. I'm sure that's going to be part of a huge storyline down the road. PC, bro. You remember how MJF and Darby Allen was in the ring and they was cradled together and they just kept rolling around? Didn't that remind you of Sean and Ben as Giants fans? They just cradle together and keep rolling around and rolling around and rolling around. 
especially with Ben being a Ben being a fraud and Ben being a bandwagon fan. It's always tension with those two. Isn't this a wrestling segment? What are you talking about? I thought this was a wrestling right. segment, not a football. And exactly. I thought he wasn't a troll, Sean. Shut up. Let's move on. <laughs> Says the troll. Um, Ben, he didn't lie though, especially We're about Giants fans. I digress. Let's move on to the next uh, match in the full gear card. Uh, Luch Brothers, Ray Phoenix, and Penta El Zero Mieto, uh took on Dax and Cash FTR for the AEW Tag Team Titles. Um, now, FTR became the AAA Tag Team Champions uh, by defeating Luja Brothers by nefarious means. So, obviously, play into that a lot. Um, but it was the Lucha Bros. Um, Correction, Lucha Bums. They got the win. Uh, yeah. Well, it was it was the Lucha Bros. that picked up the victory. Um, Lucha Bums. As Ray Phoenix and uh, Penta picked up the victory. Um, and yeah, they retained the AEW title, which is really the titles that matter in this company. And I'm sure there's going to be. Uh, some opportunity for the AAA Titans house on the road for them. But the written door continues to be open further and further. Um, so now, let's jump into the third match of the evening. It was the World AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament Final. Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, taking on Miro. And, um... This was this was a solid match. Uh, it had kind of a botchy finish show. Why don't you tell everyone about that trick? Yeah, man. Okay, so they was both in the ring. Did which called Brian Danielson? I almost called him Daniel Bryan. I always do that. Did Brian Danielson? If I remember, he got Miro to tap or he faded away, whatever, with the submission he had him in. Can't remember what happened, but it was a good match. Uh, Could have been better a bit, uh, but you know, damn, did it again. Brian Danielson, he did the veteran thing. He took advantage of Miro's knee injury and used it to his advantage. And Miro, praying to your God, but it didn't work out for you, buddy. Your redemption, you came up short. Yeah, I think this match could have gelled a bit more well if the finish wasn't so botched. Um, But it was Danielson who did end up picking up the submission victory. Um, he is now the number one contender for the AEW World Champion, which I promise we will get to um, in a few short moments. Um, but yeah, solid match. Um, I, I don't expect a bad match between those two uh, because they're two great wrestlers. Um, but I think it, we can both agree that it could have gelled a bit more nicer, uh, especially towards the end. It could have. I was looking forward to Moxley versus Bryanson. Hopefully Moxley is all right. For sure, for sure. Um, for, for people that don't know John Moxley, he is currently in a alcohol uh, program to recover from alcoholism. So uh, our thoughts and prayers are with John Moxley here at WHS. So let's get to the next match on full gear. It was the Falls Count Anywhere six-man tag team match between Jurassic Express and Christian Cage taking on the Super Click, Matt and Nick Jackson, Young Bucks, and Adam Cole, baby. This match, well, it was 
kind of what you expect from a false count anywhere match. It, it was um, it wasn't bad. Uh, I don't think it was oh wow amazing either. It was it was it, it was what it was. It was a solid match. You know, a good good middle match uh, to you know kind of cleanse all of our you know palates. Um, yeah. It's all, it's all the Lucha Brothers, or excuse me, not the Lucha Brothers. Uh, Jurassic, Lucha, Jurassic Express and Christian Cage picking up the victory, which was even more of a surprise, I think. Um, yeah, I had expected super quick to get the W, but nonetheless, great match. Uh, like you said, had what everybody expected. Uh, Luchasaurus, that man is nice, bro. That man is Oh, nice. yeah. Oh yeah, he's one of my new favorites in AEW after watching his match. Yeah, Luchasaurus has always been great, especially with the hot tag. Jurassic Express, like they're always going to be a fan favorite, but I think like Tony Khan has realized like, hey, you gotta throw these guys a bone sooner or later, and we can officially say that this is a marquee win for Jurassic Express and Christian Cage. You know, was just me eventing all out then. Um, bound for glory for Impact Wrestling, like you know, it's Christian Cage. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely a good win um, with the right result, I think. Because super quick, uh, I don't think they needed this victory, especially if we're trying to go where I think AEW is going to go with the Elite. With all that in mind, let's jump into the next match. A match that was uh, announced. I think a couple of days before the pay-per-view itself, which is not like AEW. But hey, we ball. It was Cody Rhodes and Pat taking out Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo um, in a tag team matchup. This match, um, again, like the false guy anywhere match, it was, uh, wasn't all wow amazing, but it wasn't bad either. It was a good, solid pay-per-view match. Um, and yeah. It, it, it saw the team of Pac and Cody Rhodes picking up the victory. Uh, as Pac Cody Rhodes did it for racism, ending racism. Cody Rhodes, man, that's the guy. You, oh, I, I just realized we've been saying Cody Rhodes this entire time. I meant to say Cody Luther King Jr. Uh, picking up the victory for his squad. Um, <laughs> ending racism one match at a time. Uh, that's the Cody Rhodes way. And then he celebrated with the American flag and fireworks going off in the back. He went to go full with, I don't know, some random American kids and his family. <laughs> uh, you get the point. Uh, uh, pack Pack is always great. Uh, Cody, uh, you know what? I, I, Cody gets a lot of slack, but uh, he, he did his part very well in this matchup. All jokes here. Uh, all jokes aside. Solid match. Um you know, and I'm glad that L. E. Delo took the pin. Uh, I don't think Black needs to take this pin um, quite yet. Quite yet. I'm glad um, he took the pin as well for personal reasons. Not going to get into that, though. Not going to get into that. No, no, not, not this week. Not this week. Um, but moving on with the AEW Women's Championship on the line, Dr. Britt Baker, stay with me, Trey. DMD taking on Ty Conti, who had been number one for quite a while. Um, and she wanted to confirm after the match, Ty Conti hits very hard. She kicks very hard. Um, okay. But she was no match for the doctor in the end 
as Britt Baker. Uh, she actually uh, picked up the victory not with the lockjaw, but uh, it was with a pinning, uh, a pinning roll-up, roll-up pin uh, to pick up the victory, which I think definitely keeps Ty Conti looking very strong because she was not able to lock in the lockjaw. Yeah, it was a great match. It was it was better than what I had expected to be. Uh, the numbers game just caught up to Ty Conti. She was so close a couple of times. She almost had the near falls, but Britt Baker kicked out two and a half seconds, probably 2.9, whatever. And with assistance from Jamie Hayter, that old girl, I can't remember her name. You know she picked up the victory like any good heel. They always got someone in their corner. I agree. Uh, it, it, it dragged. I'm not going to lie. Like, the match kind of dragged a little bit for me, especially in the middle. It picked up towards the end. Definitely picked up towards the end. And, and you know, like, like Vince McMahon once said, people always remember the ending of a wrestling show or a wrestling match, however that goes. So That's for sure. People are definitely the ending of that match. Um, solid match. Playing expect the bad match from this year. Um, but this next match, Trey, is a match that I think a lot of people, including myself, were really excited for. Eddie Kingston taking on CM Punk. 15 years of animosity finally coming to fruition. Um, and yeah, as you would expect, this match, uh, this match bangs. Uh, physical, 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 hard-hitting match. Um, uh, do you have any other adjectives I can use possibly uh, for this match? I mean, it was... Use them all, pretty much. I mean, it, it was just off the rails. Off the rails good. Uh, wouldn't expect much uh, less from, from these two. Um, and it's all CM Punk, of course, picking up the victory in the end um, with the go to sleep. Um he offers hand Kingston at the end, uh, who just walked away and pushed the cameraman as he departed. Um, not the first time that we've seen Kingston do this before. I think that we're going to see Eddie kind of drag that line when it comes to facing heel. He's been teasing heel for a while now. And I don't think this is the last of this rivalry. Thank goodness, because I don't want to keep seeing one-off CM Punk matches. I'm sorry. I want to see him in a proper rivalry now. Um, yeah, Eddie is a good rival for him. For sure, for sure. And, like, the story writes itself between those two. Um, so, I mean, that, that I'm, all, I'm all for. Um, May CM Punk bleed and everything. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with uh, the uh, second to last matchup in night, uh, the calm before the big storm. It was the air circle. TNT champion, Sammy Guevara. Brian Powerful, Santana and Ortiz, Chris Jericho, one of the best pro wrestlers of all time. Yes, I said it, even though he's kind of been ruining his reputation as, uh, for the last five years. Oh, yeah, and Jake Hager was there. Uh, they took on American Top Team and the man of the year, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page. Um, so, uh, this match for American Top Team, Junior Dos Santos, Dan Campbell, uh, or Dan Lambert, excuse me, um, and I don't know who the other guy was. The Lions. Um, but yeah, this match is as good as you expect it to be when you have Dan Lambert in the match. Um, you know, they, I, I think I will give each man in the match their credit 
because he made it look good. Sammy had a really memorable moment where uh, he channeled his inner Jeff Hardy and uh, did a Swanton bomb up top of the ladder through the table. Um, you know, and Chris Jericho uh, won with the Frog Splash. That was a tribute to Eddie Guerrero, whose birthday was on the same day as Full Gear. So, I mean, it was a good match. You know, good tribute match. Um, you know, great finish. Um, I gotta say, there was a lot of matches on this card for me that, you know, it kind of felt like, oh, this is a good match, you know. But, like, nothing really stood out to me except the last match, which we'll get to in a second. Um, that made me think, like, oh. Mentioned. Well, the last not, match. No, no, not the last match, not the last match. About the previous match that we just talked about, CM Punk and um, Eddie Kingston. I want to touch oh. on how that man Punk had did the five knuckle shuffle teaser. I think that was good. That was great. And then in the end, he just flicked off Eddie Kingston. Then being a psycho that he is, he got up and flicked him off back. Great match. Great match. Um, before we got to the main event, it was Tony Schiavone that announced a pretty big signing, a pretty major signing that I am very excited to see in AEW. He has a match against TNT champion Sammy Guevara for TNT Championship this Wednesday on Dynamite. Oh, yes. Feast your eyes. Jay Lethal is all elites. For people that don't know who Jay Lethal is, look up his work. During CNA's run, uh, his ROH World Championship run, uh, one of the best of the last decade for ROH. And it's been, he's kind of been like a, a franchise player for ROH for the last decade now. Um, and he's finally here in AEW. I cannot be more excited um, for Jay Lethal. I think he could do wonders with the company. Didn't take him long to find a new job at all. Oh, no. With, with the talent like him? No, absolutely not. Absolutely AEW, not. AEW, man. They quick with the talent, bruh. Real quick. For sure. For sure. And, and, you know, people like Cam and Anna not going to like this, but AEW has a knack for jumping on other brands' talent. Use goods, should I say. But I ain't, ain't going to get into that. I ain't going to get into that. <laughs> they, they, they don't want to acknowledge that part, but it is what it is, you know. I give I give the signing an A plus because Jay Lethal and AEW is an A plus. Uh, you know, I think it's I think it's very well good. Oh yeah, and uh, another match that was announced for Guy Mike Butcher and the Blade get to take on Orange Cassidy and one of my favorites from New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Stone Pitbull, Tamahiro Ishii. Oh boy, Trey, I don't know if you watch New Japan that much, but I think you would like Ishii really, really well. He's literally like a five foot eight guy with no neck. He just fucks. He's I gotta literally... get into New Japan, bruh. I gotta get in New Japan. I'm gonna watch his like, matches. Watch his match this Wednesday on Diamond. He is ah, oh, he he should be he should be he should have been IWGB heavyweight champion at this point in his career. You know, I love Shingo, but. Okay, it's going to be issue. All right, that's that's enough of my new expand talk. Oh, let's get to the main event. Full Gear, the longest long-term storyline finally coming to fruition in AEW's history. I'm talking about Hangman Adam Page 
defeating Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship. Such a poetic ending, too. You know, after following a great match, it was the Young Bucks at ringside, and Matt Jackson, the guy who had been giving Adam Page all these problems this entire time, just gives him a quick nod as Page hit the buckshot lariat on Omega to finally, finally become AEW World Champion. Um, I mean, I would, you know, I would have wanted this at all out, but, you know, Paige uh, did the SEX thing. Uh, he's, he's a dad as well, so, you know, he had to go take care of his family. But um, this moment, I mean, it, it was it was everything that a wrestling fan could have ever wanted to have been following Paige for all this time. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I love the match. Love the result. New champion. And we can go so many different directions with him then at the helm of AEW. Um, Heyman claims that he's never losing that championship. So we'll see. Oh, we'll definitely see. Uh, there are definitely some bases coming in in the next few months that are going to challenge Adam Page for sure. And there are, there are already bases in AEW that could take that off of him. <laughs> Adam Cole, <laughs> Jungle Boy, <laughs> MJF. You know, plenty of, plenty of options, plenty of options. You know, AEW can go anywhere with champion right now. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that was that was full gear in its entirety. Um, solid pay-per-view. Like, full, you know, AEW's pay-per-views always give me uh, excellent pick-over vibes because they're just, they just never miss. All of them are great. Um, and this one... You know, lived up to the same there as well and had the ending and a great match that everybody wanted. Pay-per-view will be better than Survivor Series because, you know, WWE has a knack for ruining things. That, uh, uh, well, yeah. Don't want to get into it. I will, don't want to get into it. it. You know, it, I don't think it'll be ruined for the reasons that you'll think it'll be ruined. It'll be ruined. It'll suck. It won't live uh, up to expectations. They won't sell. It's not as much draw as it would have been. Don't well, care. Oh well, you you will be highly disappointed when Biggie versus Roman Banks very much. And trust me, we'll I'm get not to worried. Spread. I'm not worried about Biggie versus Roman. Well, That's not what I'm worried about. Reactions, um, you know, next week uh, because the big view is this Sunday. Uh, if you believe it, uh, hasn't been much built to Survivor Series this year. That's because they ruined they ruined a roster. They ruined it. Survivor Series was supposed to be amazing this year. Amazing. Should have been Bobby in the Hurt Business versus Roman and a Bloodline this year. But instead, they just wanted to mess it up. And I mean, Cedric and Shelton, they're bums. Let's just get that through our head right now. They over here squirming and running for 24-7 champ. When they should be out here trying to get the tag belt. But see, ain't nobody hearing that. Ain't nobody seeing the truth like I'm seeing the truth. Because they're ass. They're old. Don't care. They should have been replaced with the Street Profits. Bobby should have still been the champ. And this would have been an amazing Survivor Series. With Bobby versus Roman Reigns. And then the Hurt Business. Which would be the Street Profits. Versus the Usos 
and above all. You can't tell me that would because people was expecting what's it called? People was expecting a uh, new day versus um bloodline, which we're not getting because you know new day is on SmackDown now because you know Bobby just not Bobby because Big E just couldn't wait to cash in and they sent they, all he had to do was stay on SmackDown. Stay on SmackDown. WWE, they heard everything. They heard the noise. They heard the complaints. They was sending the New Day over there so they could be with him. And then they was sending the Herbert Scott. They were sending the Street Profits to Raw so they could be with Bobby. It was all supposed to gel together perfectly. And you know what happened? They ruined it. That's why Survivor Series will be, excuse my French PC, dog shit. Terrible. Don't care. Do not care. It is not going to be as great as it would have been. The draw is not as much as it should be. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be, well, it's probably be good. It's not going to be great. That's all I got to say about that, man. I'm done going off about the rant with, he just couldn't wait to Survivor Series to cash in. That would have been the perfect time to do it. Well, glad you brought up Survivor Series after that uh, wonderful rant. Uh, I do want to get some predictions for the real normally do predictions for shows, uh, I've realized. So I guess we could officially make this our first separate predictions for a wrestling pay-per-view. Well, why don't we do it for Survivor Series? Um, now, there haven't been um, some matches, two matches in particular confirmed yet, but we can pretty much com- all both confirm them because it's going to be Raw vs. SmackDown. One of those matches is the... Uh, Eric Connell and champion Shinsuke Nakamura taking on the United States champion, Damian Priest. Who do you have, Trey? Yeah, I believe I believe that Damian Priest will uh, despite Rick Boogs being there, I believe that Damian Priest will come up with the W. I agree too. I think Damian Priest is going to show off the Damian in him as WWE likes to say. Um, and he's basically going to turn and channel that 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 inner heel on him and uh, beat the crap out of Shinsuke and Rick Boots. Um, and unfortunately, if if I if I'm going off of WWE, this match might be on the pre-show, which is slightly unfortunate. Uh, but I have Damian Priest again for victory and giving one point to uh, Team Raw. Um, the next matchup that has been confirmed yet, but we can all but confirm it. Raw Tag Team Champions, RK Bro, Randy Orton, and Matt Riddle, or excuse me, Riddle, not Matt Riddle, uh, taking on, <laughs> on SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Jimmy and Jay, the Usos. So, who do you have for that match, Trey? That's going to be an interesting matchup because I don't ever think the Usos faced off against Randy Orton before. So, it's going to be. It's going to be a great match. I'm going to still, you know, the Bloodline, man, they're a better tag team than RK Bro is right now. They've been doing this longer than them. I've just got to give it to the Bloodline under the circumstances. Well, they're the ones. But also, if they lose, my bad. Also, if they lose, it's not good for them. You know how Roman is about that. Oh, yeah, it's every it's every good for them when they lose. Um which is why I think they'll pick up the victory um, for and give a point to SmackDown. I don't think SmackDown's going to come away with the overall victory at Survivor Series this year, but hey, at least you have the use of this for the greatest segments of all time, picking up a point for you 
for the blue brand, uh, which I think will happen. You know, say they deserve it. They deserve it. Um, there's been some a little, some pretty nice builds too. Um, there's some raw at the time of this recording. Um, there was a six man match between RK Bro and uh, Biggie taking on Seth Rollins and Usos. So there you go. Really. A little preview before the Survivor Series, which is this Sunday. Not bad, not bad, not bad at all. Uh, well, this these are all the matches that have been confirmed uh, so far. It will be for the women's five-on-five Survivor Series elimination match. Team Raw. Okay. Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Selena Vega take on Team SmackDown. Shea, uh, Shea Baszler, Sasha Banks, Shotzi, Law Personal that start with the letter S, Natalia, and a mystery opponent. Because Aaliyah got kicked out for whatever reason for this mystery opponent. You know why she got, you know exactly why. Because I mean, Na- yes. We- because Naomi exactly. helped her win. That's exactly why she got kicked off. When so- Sonya is a psycho. That's, that's why she got kicked That off. also is true. Um, but I'm excited to see you replace her. I mean, there could be plenty of options, and I think we're leaving off the table. Um, just a, you know, just a, what's called? Just a prediction, quick hot take before the actual hot takes. Sonya Deville replaces Aaliyah. That was going to be my pick. That was going to be my pick. I think we can actually see. see we just have again. that chemistry, man. We just have that chemistry. Your see. We all know Naomi. That's for damn sure. <laughs> you're you're Michael Cole. I'm Pat McAfee. That's just how we gel together. That's just how we gel. You're Michael Cole. You can't even deny it. You are Michael right. Cole. Uh, you're, I'll let you have that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got I got Team SmackDown because of the briefs, mainly because uh, you do because of. Smackdown, Team Smackdown gets the victory here in this women's five on five. I'm giving it to Team Raw just because you know how Shotzi and Sasha Banks have been having that beef going on lately. I think that's going to affect the team. You know how every Survivor Series and the five on fives, someone on the same team does something to get themselves or teammate eliminated, yada, yada. So we're going to see more of that. And I think Smackdown will pay the price for it. We'll see. Uh, team Raw is definitely looking like the more um, cooperative team right now. Um, but WWE likes to swear a bit. I think whoever comes in to fill this role that Aaliyah has now lost, um, I think it can ultimately get the, the match for them. Especially with Sonya. She's going to abuse her powers for victory. To victory. So, with that, uh, let's, let's go to... Oh, go ahead. And I was just going to say, what if a donk a donk Bailey returns? But doubt that she'll do it now. Uh, I think she she's so she's so wild though. Like we might we might see her for Royal Rumble. I think if she returns, like I might be there. But I think we're still um, two or three months out from Bailey, unfortunately. Because if it is Bailey, I'll, I'll you know I'll give you your props next week on the show, but. Um, you know, that would be a surprise return for sure. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, but well, anyways, uh, moving on with uh, predictions, we have the five-on-five men's matchup. Team Raw, which is close with Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, and your boy, the almighty Bobby Lashley, taking on Team SmackDown. Drew McIntyre, Xavier Woods, Jeff Hardy, Happy Corbin with Matt Moss, and another mystery opponent. Again, I don't know who this mystery opponent can be. It's probably going to be, I would think, like maybe Sheamus or, or Rich Holland. Who knows? Um, I'll think that the mystery opponent's going to help him this time. I got Team Raw. Uh, Bobby Lashley, I was ringing up earlier, he's undefeated at Survivor Series. So, there you go. He's in the hole. I, we all see this right. You, we already know your answer. Yeah. Yes, sir. Woo! They done messed up. When you disrespect the almighty, bad things happen, baby. So it's done so for SmackDown, no matter who the hell is the mystery guest, um, the mystery um, con- contender. It doesn't matter, because Bobby is incensed. He is going to let hold, he's going to let off a new one. Everybody on SmackDown should be worried, even Drew McIntyre himself. He has history with Bobby. He knows what it's like. Nobody wants to see Bobby Lashley right now. Now, Rey Mysterio, he might have some animosity with how dirty that Rey, um, Bobby Lashley did his son. So, like I said, for the women's um, five-man tag, if they do this again, Bobby Lashley and Rey Mysterio might do something together where they cost Team Raw. But I'm still picking Team Raw because Bobby Lashley is the guy. And it's over with. Re- say it with me, PC. Everyone on SmackDown is donezo. Donezo. No chance. Uh, <laughs> there might actually be no chance. Because Bobby, I think, is going to dominate this matchup. As he should. I gotta say, he's undefeated. May as well call him Mr. Survivor Series at this point. Um, but yeah, I got a team roll. Uh, walking away with that. Um, now we have the women's... Uh, Clash matchup. Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch taking on SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair. If this match even goes on, who do you have? Charlotte Flair. Without a doubt. I think she's better conditioned. She's the stronger opponent. Uh, Becky Lynch, she's more cunning. She's smarter now. She's not as, you know, aggressive as she was before she had her baby. Now she's like more of a smarter opponent. She uses her brain. She uses cunning tactics to get wins. But Charlotte Flair, you got to be aggressive to beat her, man. We all know how she is. So I think she'll pick up that W. Oh, well, we definitely all know how she is and how she didn't even want to look, make Becky look strong during that infamous SmackDown segment. Um, you know, I really want Becky to win here. Um, but because it's Charlotte Flair, because she likes to pull her way around, I think it's going to be her that picks up the victory here. Um, you know, she's going to, I don't think she'll submit Becky. I think she might win on a natural selection, um, or even a roll-up by the various means. But I think Charlotte picks up the victory here. Everybody's won the outrage, including myself, because it's Charlotte. Stop hating, stop hating. I I'm you know you know when you're when you're a player you get away with a lot of things and 
You know what? Charlotte's gone away with a lot of things uh, in the past in WWE. So Ooh. I think she, you know, it, it, it'll be what it will be. You know, hopefully WWE frees me from uh, And finally, WWE champion Big E. You take on Universal champion Roman Reigns, the tribal chief. I love you, Big E, but I'm sorry. It's Roman. I, I, it, it, it's always going to be Roman. He's built up as he's building, being built up as the greatest of all time. So, um, what can I say? Roman, Bobby Lashley Roman. would have beat him one on one if he was WWE champion. But hey, another conversation for another day. Roman Reigns, he's going to win. Especially what you are, Usos being there, they're not going to let that. They're not going to let Roman take the L no matter what. So, unless it's disqualification. You know, it would be crazy. What if? I always think about what if. And if Big E is able to pick up Roman Reigns, a guy that I think hasn't even taken a singles pinball loss since God, 2019, that would be huge for Big E. Like, really huge. WWE can utilize that aspect very well. Um, but we, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. Have to see what happens. I think that would that would create a very good storyline, especially with New Day on site. Or excuse me, Kobe. Oh, sorry, Sir Kobe Kingston and King Xavier Woods on SmackDown. It would create a very very compelling storyline. So, my my brain's telling me Roman picking up the win, but if, if Bobby wins, or excuse me, if Biggie picks ah, up the ah, victory, ah, ah, see, see, see? Ah, you even know ah, Bobby should be here right now. But it's okay, PC. It's okay. Put myself on Macho Media. That was that was just a botch. Uh, that was just a botch. Oh, that's that, that, okay. Okay. I meant to say Big E. Mm-hmm. I meant to say. Tell you very what, much. Though, if Big E wins, if, it wouldn't be a surprise because he's very well capable of beating Roman Reigns. Hell, no disrespect to Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods, not Xavier Woods. King Woods. King Woods is better than Xavier Woods. King Woods almost took down Roman. Uh, last Friday on SmackDown. So, Biggie, he has all the tools to do it. Strongest wrestler in the WWE right now. Well, we'll see what happens. Come next week when we get the full on breakdown Survivor Series 2021, Full Gear 2021. It's an amazing pay per view. Um, that's it. We got that's it for off the top rope this week with PCA Smith and Trey Sharp. Trey, anything you want to add that doesn't involve the Patriots? Because I see you pointing at it. No, I was, I was doing a salute because you mentioned my name. Can you, okay. can you right, guys just stop mentioning the Patriots for once? You guys are obsessed. I'll say you it should be obsessed. Past, it should be two troops this past Sunday. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll let you I'll let you off with that. I'll let you off with that. Uh, That's it. Thing I gotta say, the Almighty is making his campaign to be WWE champion once again. That's all I gotta say. We'll see. We'll see. Ben, back to you on the main podcast. Yeah, Ben. All right. We're here. Um, the next question. At this point, the schedule. Two days to Um TK is fearless. Not doing, not about doing it this week myself, but 
I don't think that would be right. Um, so we're just going to go on with the main game of the week. And you don't have to read uh, TK slash Tolu's parts, Ben. I know. So. Okay. All right. It's crazy yeah. how the Patriots was about to make TK's tier list, the oh, A list, yeah. for three weeks in a row. And you want to cancel. TK, I hope everything is okay at home. I can do it for you, buddy. The Patriots, A. The Patriots, A. The Broncos, F. The Patriots, another A. Everybody except the Patriots gets an F. There. Eagles get an A. That's for sure. Okay, yeah. Eagles also get an A. Y'all did whoop their butts. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm talking all, all that trash this past week, TK. Don't think you're just going to escape the Senate because I'm a podcast this week. I think we should read the list to welcome him back next week, don't you think? I think that'll be a wonderful idea, Trey. Especially we'll be waiting. Eagles just trumping them. Great yeah. idea. Yeah, great idea. Let's do that next week. Love it. All right, All right. Trey, what would you do without us? All right, the mini game of the week. So pretty much you have to figure out if a team is trending up and down. So the first question the Cleveland Cavaliers are 6-1 in their last seven games and are currently the four seed in the East. Are they trending up and down, Trey? Uh, yeah, especially with Colin Sexton being out now due to his injury. They're definitely trending up. They're trending up. Uh, the, the, what's called, the Eastern Conference is wide open right now. Uh, we thought that it would be like this, but not like this much. I didn't think it would be like this wide open. It's still early. It's only been, what, like 14 games or so. But the Cleveland Cavaliers, they look real good as of late. Like PC said, six – I mean, not PC. Ben said six and one out of the last seven games. So they're definitely trending up right now. Evan Mopley, he looks wonderful, by the way. Should be worth mentioning. He's current rookie of the year paper right now. I'm going to try to say this word again, even though probably this is about right. But anyway, this is – we saw this version Lord mercy. Regular resolution. All right, with the Detroit Blazers is currently six and eight at the time of this recording, and fresh up player Damian Litter shooting a career low from three. Does this resign mean that the Blazers are trending up or down? Sean. I think they're clearly trending down. Um they had a toxic general manager situation. Damian Lillard is having his worst season ever. Um, they haven't been winning games. The defense sucks. The bench hasn't been good. I, I think we, we're getting to the point that they need to blow it up. They've tried and tried and tried to fix it and rebuild and retool around Dame, but it's just not going to work. They are not going to be able to take get over the hump and come out of the Western Conference. They need to trade Dame, trade CJ, and just Go through the youth movement. That's the only option they have right now. Oh, but not for Ben Simmons. But before PC says anything, but not for Ben Simmons. Dame is too loyal. Dame thought he should stay. Yeah, Dame should just wait for it. He's just a lost call. They're gonna blow. They're gonna blow it up in, uh, in the off season. They're going to blow it up for sure. Blow up now. They need to blow up now. They need to. You're not getting Dame or CJ, man. Dame needs to go to a championship contender. I got the perfect team that wants to trade with him. We all know what that team is. I tried warning y'all. 
I tried. I tried. You'll see. Ah. We'll see when they don't get traded there. All right. I mean, shoot. If we get CJ too, I won't exactly be upset because CJ actually has better numbers when he isn't playing with Damian Lillard, as I've come to find out. So, All right, next question. Two of the Dolphins upset Lamar and the Ravens last Thursday night with the score of 22-10. The Ravens have now had five of the last nine games in and one score possession. Three end and three point or less, including against the Lions. Are the Ravens turning up or now? Gianni. Um, the Ravens are turning down. They're, they look like a mess. On defense, they can't stop anyone on defense. They're looking like the Chiefs early in the season, basically, on defense. On offense, they just had a bad night, I think, um, this past Thursday night. Um, short week, road game. Um, but the, the biggest concern I see with the Ravens is that they play from behind too much. They, they need to, to figure something out because in the playoffs, it, it's not going to be easy coming back from, from big deficits. So to me, they're turning down. It, it's a big concern, honestly. All right. 31 points underdog Kansas breaks. It's 13-year, 56-game. Big 12 road losing streak with his first ever win at Texas. 56, 57-56. Texas is heading to the SEC in 2024 with Oklahoma with a strong recruiting class coming next year. Is Texas turning up or down? PC. I say the Texans, they're trending down. They're trending down. Um, look, it's it's not it's not looking good for Kansas or for Texas right now. When you lose to a team like Kansas, who really isn't that good of a team to begin with, um, that's never a good sign. Uh, and it, it's like all the teams are are from the conference from the Big Twelve are really coming together to to you know throw Kansas up into the air for a celebratory you know hip hip rights sort of thing. And you know. Texas, it's kind of like it's kind of like Plankton from SpongeBob. You know, they just can't seem to figure things out. They never can figure out how to win. Um, it, it's like even with their strong recruiting class, I don't know if Steve Sarkeesian is the right guy for this program. I don't know what this program needs to get back to the Vince Young days where they were winning national championships. Uh, like it's it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot. Um, and moving into the SEC, um, you know, it's going to be even more difficult for Texas to keep up with, you know, its success. Like, because you're going into the SEC, the hardest conference of all college football. You know, you're going to be taking on teams like Alabama um, in Georgia, you know, consistently. So, here, Texas, man, you better hope that next recruiting class that you have is one of the best in your program's history because, um, yeah, right now you're trending down. All right. The Philadelphia Philadelphia Phillies are hiring AK as an assistant general manager. 
Kumbi is only 27 years old and was the former director of research and development for the Tampa Bay Rays, a team with arguably the best pitching staff in the league. With Bryce Hopper coming off his best season as a Philly and primed to possibly win NL MVP along with Zach Wheeler being a finalist for NL Cy Young. Are the Phillies turning up or down, Johnny? I think the Phillies are turning up, in my opinion. I think they got um, the right pitching. I think they need to add a little bit on offense, uh, like a shortstop. Uh, I feel like they're like a couple pieces away, like two or three pieces on offense away from probably winning the division because you see the Braves, they might lose some pieces. The Marlins are still young. Um, the Nationals are still young and rebuilding. The Mets are a mess. So the Phillies might be able to win that division. Are the Jacksonville Jaguars trending up or down after a defensive victory against the Bills? They almost need in a win against the Colts in Indy. Sean? Um, I think I have to say they're turning up. Uh, beating the Bills was obviously a huge W. Competing with the Colts, who have a great defense, solid offense. They, they've looked good recently. I can't say that I expect them to make the playoffs or anything, but with a young QB who hasn't been great this year, but clearly has a very high ceiling. We've seen some very low lows in Jacksonville this year, but I think we've also seen high enough highs to say that the future can still be bright. They just got to make a few more changes, a few more additions, and they have a future to look forward to. That includes still firing Urban Meyer. I would agree with that, yes. I would still not keep Urban Meyer long-term. I do not think he's the answer. Oh, yeah, he's gone after this year. Sure. Uh, we, we hope. We hope, anyway. Trevor Lawrence, you deserve a whole lot better. So far, the Bulls guard, DeMar DeRozan, has been playing like a dark horse MVP, averaging 26 points per game, five rebounds, and four assists, along with shooting 49% from the field. He helped the Bulls snap Clippers' seven-game winning streak this past Sunday, Saturday. Is the trending up or down, Trey? You're muted. Oh, uh, man, I was laughing. Uh, yeah. Why were you laughing? Because of you. DeMar DeRozan, he's definitely, the Bulls, they're all trending up. They look real good this season. Uh, they're playing well. They started off playing against bad teams, but they picked it up down the stretch. They had a tough stretch coming up, but for them to be doing what they're doing right now, some people expected it. Some people wanted to pump the brakes and see what they could do together, and they're showing that they'll be a good playoff team, a good contending playoff team this year, especially if they can keep this up and everybody stays healthy on their team, but they're definitely trending up right now. All right. This last question, of course, has to be about the Eagles, but anyway... These are Jalen Hurts' stats when targeting Devontae Smith in the last two weeks. 9-12 passing, 182 yards, three touchdowns, and zero interceptions, and a QB rating of 156.2. The Eagles are finally finding their groove as a team with the easiest schedule in the league. Are they trending up and down, PC? Well, isn't it so ironic, Ben, that the one topic that you did get right without stuttering or messing up the words through it are about my Philadelphia Eagles? I mean, it's like Jack fans are so obsessed with this, but I digress. Um, My team, we're trending up. Um, 
I won't say that we make the playoffs per se, but, you know, if the team continues to play how we've been playing, who's to say that we don't sneak into the playoffs? Um, because we do have the easiest schedule left in the league. Um, and the offense continues by the week. Let me finish. The team uh, offense continues to grow by the week. We have a run game, finally, after not having a run game for the first six weeks of the year. We continue to have uh, 100-yard rushers in each of the last three games. Um, I, I mean, I, I really like what I've seen in terms of development, not only with Nick Sirianni, but with Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith and with the offense. And even with the defense, uh, you know, Jonathan Gannon, he's – uh, he coached a solid game, um, you know, this past Sunday against the Broncos. And, um, you know, he got some some key turnovers from Darius Slay, including, a, you know, fumble return for a touchdown. So, I mean, I, I wish every week could be like this for the Eagles. Um, I will say the future is bright for us. We're trending up. If we make the playoffs, though, uh, you know, I don't know if I exactly want that because I do want that top 10 first-round pick, first pick. Uh, but, yeah. I'll say what's trending up. You think you're so you think you're so shrewd, don't you? So shrewd, how you just sneak in that Devonte Smith little question in there? Because I'm here, right? PC. Oh, oh no, 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 I was no, going no, to no, see. Nah, real quick, PC. I real quick, real quick. This is a this is a known fact, PC. When I slander a player, they just flip the switch and start playing well. I talked about Justin Fields during the Steelers game. He's turned it on and started playing well. They came up short. It wasn't his fault they lost that game. He's still hot dog water, but I just had that magic touch. If anything, Devontae Smith should be thanking me for helping him up his game because he's been buttholed up until the last two weeks. Besides the first week, he's been hot dog water. He's been hot dog water. They should be. They should really be thanking me, bro. They should really be thanking me. All tro- no trolls, trolls, no trolls, no joke, jokes aside. Without me here to slander him and push him to be better than I, because I know he could be, he wouldn't reach his full potential, and he has uh, me to thank for that. Hi, so. Gianni. Uh, um, so one thing too, because the Eagles are four and six. We're four and six. Um, we're one game back of the the Panthers. The wild card spot. We have to probably beat out the Panthers and Falcons. And the huge thing about that is that we have the tiebreaker over both of them. Yep. Because we beat both of them. But so okay, they, okay. I'm about, I'm about to pull out your schedule right now. I'm about to see. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's so, he's so, so salty. Ben is so salty. We have the Jets, Giants, Flyers. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah. The, the Saints, Saints. That's an L. The Saints. That's an L. Yeah. The Giants. Oh, uh, we're gonna win at home, and that's Michael Strahan's jersey retirement day. So we're gonna win that. We're gonna win that game. Y'all said the same thing about the jersey retirement for Eli, and y'all got whooped by the anyway. anyway. But y'all <laughs> lost to the Falcons. Y'all lost to the Falcons. Y'all lost to the Falcons. Giants and Eagles will likely we not, just we like not losing to we not exactly. losing on Eli's jersey retirement. Giants and Eagles will likely just like last. That's exactly what you said. Y'all be four next so y'all be five and eight after y'all play the Jets. Washington, that's a win. So that's six and eight. The Giants again. 
I think that's a tie. So that would be seven and eight. Tie. Washington, um, seven to nine, and the Cowboys seven to ten. So y'all gonna be y'all gonna finish the season. Oh, wait, wait, Ben, Ben, the last week what? against the Cowboys, the Cowboys could rest their starters because if they can't get the number one, it doesn't seed, matter. You know I see. So, so if we want to bring up schedule predictions, I think we pick up a victory against the Saints. We can pick up a victory against the Giants, the Jets, Washington football team. We could go on. Uh, we can go on a five-game winning streak. Oh, probably. Hey, but we I beat the Saints. Say. We beat the Saints last year at the link. I don't want to hear. That's the Giants do not don't do well in Philly. Y'all said that y'all aren't losing to the Falcons on Eli Bay, and guess DC's what? He's gonna have to get oh, humbled again. I see. Right. I don't hear. They lost. Can I This is the only realistic loss on the rest of our schedule is against the Cowboys, the Saints, and maybe the Giants and a tiebreaker. That's it. That's it. You're going to get a tiebreaker. You're not sweeping us. Ben, Ben, I want to jump in one minute. Um, The Saints haven't won in Philly since 2013. Okay. Okay. I mean, I also don't trust Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill to get the job done either. Exactly. Yeah, on the road. Especially with their best um, weapon being Alvin Kamara, who's hurt right now. He'll be on IR for like a couple weeks, maybe. Their second best weapon is Callaway. Okay, so their offense is not stellar at all. Y'all won't beat us, though. I'll say that. Y'all beat the Saints, but y'all won't beat us the following week, though. So we'll see. Oh, so if we do sweep the Giants, best believe, Ben, you are coming back on this show strictly for one reason or one reason only. You get slandered along with your Giants fellow poverty teammate Sean. And when you don't, when you don't, loser, he will not show up, bruh. He will not show up. I will. I will no, you won't. No, you won't. You so, won't so, so, you heard that? Wait, wait, wait. Y'all heard that? I will. It's out. It's out there for the podcast to hear. So, this is going on the episode. I will. Say it again. And Say it again. Say, when it's... you don't sweep us, I would like an apology. Right. Okay. Apology for what? That's for so saying like they would sweep us. Maybe a public apology for all the maybe, fans to hear. Maybe it's a public apology for not getting your team into the playoffs last year. Maybe it's about that trade, but you know, maybe win more than six games next time. Just We're the apology. ones obsessed with last year, but PC brought it up crazy. You've been obsessed with my team all offseason. I don't want to hear it. Says the one who brought them up. Next question. It up because you've been obsessed. Next question. It's uh, the next Sean, question. Sean, Sean, Sean. Hot takes. So, this is my favorite segment of the show. So, if you have a hot take, that's all you got to do is uh, DM the podcast page and they will. Play your hot take of the week. So, PC, start it off. I'm Ronnie. Um, I'm from Boston. Um, I would like all Boston sports teams. And um, this is the We Hate Sports fan hot take of the week. My hot take is that, um, well, the Rams, you know, everyone thinks they're going to 
be pretty good and make a deep playoff push, if not the Super Bowl. Uh, I highly doubt that's going to happen just because of, one, the QB, Matt Stafford. You know, people just think that he's really good, and he's not. He's really not. Well, first off, I want to say, Ronnie. No, no. First off, I want to say, Ronnie, you sound like a congested porn star. That's number one. Number two, uh, there is a lot uh, going on with the Rams right now. They're currently getting blown out by the 49ers at the time of recording for, for everyone that doesn't know. It's 31 to 7. Not looking good. Something's not clicking with I don't know what it is. But I don't think Matt Sepper is a problem. He, he certainly hasn't been take. very he good He sent today. me that hot take, too, before the game started. So now y'all know me and Space and Puff. And some other guys, we're not the only ones saying that Stafford is a bum because he is. Stafford will hold them back from making it to the Super Bowl this year, despite getting Odell. I just don't see them making any serious push. You hear that, though, Sean? You hear that, though? That's your guy, though, right? It's your guy. I have no connection to Matthew Stafford. That is not my guy. No, because I said he was a fraud. I said he wasn't good. And you other good. No, he's not. He's good at making people believe he's good. That's what a fraud is. So, I mean, welcome to the club. Matthew I knew the Rangers winning the Super Bowl, but Matthew Stafford is, at worst, a good QB. At best, a great one. Okay. Whenever you give up the life of a troll, the world would be a better place. Says the troll. You are literally the troll. That's what a troll does. A troll always deflects the fact that they're a troll, and they call someone else a troll. And what are you doing right now? I literally called, I called you a troll. a troll first, and you deflected it. Deflecting the fact That's that you're crazy a troll. Part, Sean. Well, let's Have do some, that. You're take some accountability. In WHS history, I want to hear. You're both trolls. And you Heavy are a liar. Trolls. You are a liar and a sabotaging ape. You sabotage trivia monthly. You lie. You do everything. You are a liar. Sean is a troll. I'm the pioneer. That's just how it goes. Gianni Whatever you have that. to tell yourself, Trey. Whatever you have to tell yourself. All right, bye. I have, to say about, I have to say something about Stafford. He took the Detroit Lions to the playoffs two times. Like three honestly, times, actually. Three, 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 three. And they lost each time. Even especially the year they were supposed it's to win. The when Lions. They went, shut up. They went eleven and five in twenty fourteen and they lost. Yeah, they, why, it's the Lions. Hot man. Dog water. The Lions Wait, are stop. a poverty. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you really holding the Detroit Lions accountable for winning a playoff game? It's the Detroit Lions. Matthew Stafford came out at the time. 11 and 5. 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 Made the playoffs. So uh, you can't, Matthew Stafford is supposed to be this great quarterback. Right? But you guys are telling me he can't win one playoff game? He can't win one. He's arguably one of the best wide receivers in history. You can't win one playoff game. Trey, Trey, with one no game. defense. Can I jump in? Look at One second. I want to jump in. Remember the Cowboys playoff game? They were robbed in that game. Remember the, the pass interference they, did, they didn't call? If they call that pass interference, Detroit could have won that game, and who knows how far they would have gone. Fact. Hey, Gianni. Hey, Gianni. If they had played better, they would have been in that position in the first place. 
So I mean, yeah, but they were in the Stafford, lead. He's not good. He gets to the playoffs. He wets the bed. It's a constant. But Trey, I just don't but, understand why y'all don't want to hold him accountable for his short. What, what, all right, for so, his short. So, so, Matt Stafford, okay, hold not on. this guy. He's not this savior. No, no. Just because Time he's out. on the champ this year does not Time mean out. anything. Time Trey, out. So what? So what's standard? I'll let you go in a second, G. What right. standard are you holding the Detroit Lions to? Because number one is the Detroit Lions. They have not even won a playoff game since Barry Sanders was still in that franchise. Okay. The fact that Matthew Stafford, fact that no, no, let me finish. Let me finish. The fact that Matthew Stafford even led that team to the playoffs not once, not twice, but three separate times. And had it not been for that pass interference call against the Cowboys, they would have won a playoff game. And everybody would praise Matthew Stafford for doing it exactly that. And now, and now that he is finally in a team that he can win a chip, that he can finally win a playoff game in, you are saying that he is a fraud. How was he a fraud when he was in I've Detroit? I've been calling him a fraud. How I've he? How was him a fraud? He was before he went to the Rams. He was forty second in win percentage amongst all active QBs. Tyrod Taylor, Mitchell Trubisky. Jared Goff, by the way, all those QBs were active, by the way. Now, PC, you don't like facts, neither does Sean. Stafford is not this guy, bro. Shut up, troll. Shut up, troll. Stafford is not this guy that y'all think he is, bro. I'm just trying to tell y'all this right now. If he is so good, he was good enough to lead the Lions to the playoffs, right? He can't get one playoff game, just one. I'm not asking him to go to the Super Bowl or anything. I'm just asking him to win a playoff game. Which he will. Counting him as the guy. Because remember, Lamar Jackson was getting so much criticism, so much slander for not being able to shut up, for not being able to win a playoff game. And now he he won a playoff game now. And they leave Lamar Jackson alone. I'm not saying that Matthew Stafford is so bad. I'm just saying if he is this good as y'all make him. You said he was good. Shut up. I said. I'm saying this. I'm saying if he is as good as everyone is making him to be, he can't get one playoff game. Just one. I'll, yes, I'll I tell know, you what, Trey. Yes, I know I it was the you, Detroit Trey. Lions. I know no, it was no, no, the no. Detroit Lions. I know hey, it was the Detroit Lions. Hey, Trey. 11 Trey, and guess 5. What? 11 guess and 5, what? 2014. He was good enough to beat the New England Patriots in the regular season. So I guess he's pretty damn good. Okay. A lot of teams beat New England in the regular season that wasn't good at all. Can I jump in one minute? see how you try to do this thing, PC? Stop trolling. Stop taking out of Sean's book. Trey, answer my question. If he wins a playoff game this year, will you shut up? Yeah. Thank you. That's all I I want to see him do is win a playoff Thank you. He has been in the league for 13 years. That's all we need to hear. That's no Trey. All we need to hear, Trey. Hey, G. Hey, G. Real quick, real quick, real quick. That's all we need to hear. No, 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 no. Up until this year, up until this year, the Lions have had a decent offense for about five years. I can because of Stafford, and they had good wide receiver pieces. They had real good running backs at the time. They had a decent tight end. Hey, man. Their head coach. Who was their head coach? Head coach Jim, Card- head coach Jim Caldwell and Jim Schwartz got them both to the playoffs. Both got Jim to the playoffs. Got the playoffs because Jim Caldwell is a good head coach. For the last three years, who has been their head coach? Matt Patricia. And Matt Patricia stinks. Dan Campbell has I know. Yeah. 
I know he sucks. I know. But Max Statham, so when he made the playoffs. So wait, what so you're saying is, so what you're saying no, no, no. is, so you're saying Jim Schwartz is a good coach, right? But Matthew so Stafford didn't win a playoff game with Jim Schwartz. Matthew Stafford didn't win a playoff game with any of these coaches. So all I'm hearing is Matthew Stafford is a fraud. Good night. Let's move on. Ben, let's we're move on. Saying, we're not saying that. That she, is she literally she what you're saying. That is literally she, what you're saying. Gianni, you've been waiting patiently. Um, Go. Um, that playoff game against Dallas. That that penalty happened when the Lions were up twenty to seventeen. If if that call would have happened, Stafford has a playoff win. If they played better, Stafford would have had a playoff win. Had yeah, but it's hard to win in the playoffs. Pedestrian up until that point, they wouldn't even have been in that position. G, you can't let the refs decide the game for you. You, of all people, we should all know this. You cannot let the refs decide the game for you. You will lose 100% all the time. Cowboys and that was on 2014 against too. the Packers. They let the Can refs we decide get the, the game for you. hot take, please? All right. Trey, what is your hot take, man? Because you've been going on all and on. Like, get out. Man. <clears throat> man, what is your hot take? It's crazy, Ben. It's really crazy. Uh, But, yeah. My hot take. My hot take of the week is I'm going to go NFL here. My hot take is that the New England Patriots, being as good as we are right now, my hot take is no team wants to see us in the playoffs. Defense is playing exception, exceptionally high level. Offense is coming together. We are, tramp, we are trampling opponents. In our last, like, four games, we outscored our opponents 150 to 50. We are not letting up on anyone. So, like Chris Collinsworth said, nobody wants to see us right now in the playoffs, and he's right about that. Especially with Bill Belichick's experience and Josh McDaniels. This team has finally come together. Took a bit longer than expected, but we're here, and we're for real. Serious. We're serious. That's my hot take. PC, what is your hot take? Well, he's not here. So, Gianni, what is your hot take? I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, you can go, PC. Go ahead, PC. My hot take for this week involves Philadelphia Phillies. The Phillies will sign Trevor Story, Carlos Correa, and Chris Bryant. All in the offseason. Finally completing an offense that has been needing some firepower, some star power in that lineup. We get that Bryce gets his brain, Chris Bryant, on the team. We get that star third baseman and story. And we get one of the top players in free agency in Korea as well. Can you imagine a starting lineup of that features Carlos Correa, Reese Hoskins, Bryce Harper, who is going to be NL MVP, by the way. Oh, excuse me. Um, did I already say Correa? Uh, we yeah. still also... Uh, Gene Segura as well. I mean, I, the, the list of firepower goes on and on and on. And the pitching staff, well, we already got uh, Killabom um, to lead the research and development for us as assistant general manager. So I think pitching staff is going to be pretty good for years to come, um, especially with Zach Wheeler being a finalist for NL Cy Young as well. So, yeah, my feelings, my feelings, we're, we're looking pretty good. Looking pretty solid. That's my hot take for this week. 
Gianni, what is your hot take? My hot take, um, this is probably not a hot take. I said a couple weeks ago that the Chiefs were going to miss the playoffs by three games. They proved me wrong. I think they're going to win the AUC again. Um, I feel like if they played like how they played yesterday, honestly, if they could be like assisting enough like that, there's no bias beating the Chiefs in the AFC, honestly. Because it's so open. To me, this, this is looking like a Super Bowl rematch could be happening. If both teams can find a way to get healthy and be consistent enough. Because look at the entire league. There's no one really like right there for the Super Bowl, honestly. It's like open for anyone, honestly. So I think KC... I get to the Super Bowl the third straight year in a row. We'll see. Raiders are frauds, though. Took a while for everybody to realize, but they're pretenders. They and Sean, and I've seen. What you got to take? So, um, Trey isn't gonna like to hear this, but people should be very afraid of the Packers. Aaron Rodgers has a defense. The Packers have now shut down, and back to back to back weeks. Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes, three elite quarterbacks, all shut down by the Packers' defense. It's the best defense Aaron Rodgers has had in years. They've been balling out. They've been shutting the run. They've been stopping the pass. I think the Packers' defense is very scary, and we know what Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams can do. Aaron Jones is hurt, but he'll be back by the playoffs. I think Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, with this defense, much improved defense, will make this rule and even win it all. Sorry, Sean, I know, I know how mad that makes you. Sean, I don't dislike that at all because as long as it's not the Rams and Frogford, don't care. Uh, Russell Wilson just coming off a hand injury, his throwing hand, by the way. Of course, they wasn't going to do nothing against the Packers. Russell Wilson hasn't done much when he was playing either, so that's not surprising. The Chiefs had been dog, um, hot dog water until yesterday. Don't know what happened. They won't, rec- they won't reciprocate that though. They won't repeat at all. That was a one-time thing. And then Kyler Murray, I mean, y'all want to make excuses, right? Like y'all do for Stafford and everyone else. A.J. Green turns his head. The Cardinals definitely win that game. I mean, Aaron Rodgers didn't even have – he didn't even have a well game. Defense, they did what they had to do, I guess. But no one's afraid of the Packers right now. They should be. Um, Can I I jump in about the Packers? You want to know something Mm -hmm. crazy? The Packers are eight and two, and they have the number one seed. If they they have the tiebreaker over everyone, almost I think, except for the Bucks. Packers they, have the Super Bowl pick to make it out the NFC since the. So if they get the number one seed, if they get the number one seed, they're gonna probably get the bye week, and who knows? You have to go now. To y'all been saying that for the past two years when they had the number. They one have seed. a defense this year. 13 and no, they were not back to number back one year. Team in 2019. Week one off, bro. I don't want to hear from them, man. Till Rogers proves that Trey, he's not a fraud in the postseason, like he. Trey, they didn't have the number one seed in 2019. They, they didn't have the number one. Seed. They wasn't number one seed. They was number two, but still, they didn't they show up. To... Last year they um, didn't show up. So, I mean, yeah, but at some point they're going to break through, in my opinion. If they get not, the number one seed, not this year. Not this year, Gene. But no, but their defense is much better than the past couple years. 
that's what Brooklyn are, but playoffs is different from regular season. And I know exactly how playoff Aaron Rodgers is. So I'm not worried at all. All right. Shut so up, that's good. That's and PC, last but not least, the monologue. Well, episode 48 in the book. So I want to thank everyone for coming out this week. Make sure you all follow our Twitter at WHS underscore podcast. R-I-G at WHS underscore podcast. Um, call a loved one. Tell them that you love them. That you care for them. Check up on them. Make sure they're okay. You never know what people are going through. Um, I really got not much else to say this week uh, because... Uh, this week, it's, uh, it's a busy week, not just for the podcast, but for myself personally. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, with a couple of projects coming up. Um, if you want to say, uh, in your picks as well, this Thursday, um, got an internship. Uh, I just got accepted to last week, so, you know. That's good. Uh, Congrats. 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 Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. And for everyone that feels like life is too much or mentally is feeling overwhelmed, um, I've realized that's one way to help cope with that. Um, it's not by sleeping, because I really want to sleep for itself. So the sleeping doesn't uh, you know, sleep the problems away. But uh, having a planner, and writing, and a notebook, that helps. Help reflect on your day. What you did that was successful. What you did that you wanted to get done. It could be as simple as making the sandwich that you wanted to make today. That's production. And we should all be striving to have positive production every single day. So... That's all I got. Um, for myself, Trey, Ben, Gianni, Sean, I'm gone. I want to say something real quick, PC. For all the listeners out there, I know the night has been tough having to hear all the trolls of We Hate Sports conspire against me, but it's okay because we push through. Okay. We push through. We trending up, baby. We trending up. Uh-huh. You guys are it. I'm so proud of y'all. Cause, and I got something to say, too. Uh, congrats for y'all being on the podcast for almost 20 years. Like, that's really insane that y'all recorded every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's that's insane. But uh, congrats for y'all. Though, y'all. You guys are putting in work, and someday you guys will be so successful. And, yeah, so um, just congrats to y'all. Y'all keep up the great work. That's all pretty much what I got to say. Thanks, Ben. When you gonna let me come for filling for covering duties on such short notice as well. Make sure y'all follow Ben's podcast as well. Off, uh, off the hook podcast, one of your anniversary show this week. Yeah, hey, that's so what's up. Make sure you send that. Make sure you send that, Ben. I will send that. Follow the podcast as well. They're available on all podcast platforms. Um, yeah, man. Get us on the show. Said that you would. Has it been any? Yeah, oh, man. Wow. Hey, when you don't let me, you guys will be on the show. 
When you gonna let me come take my point. challenge to off the hook podcast so I can stir up the pot over there and get them riled okay. up? Okay, sorry. You take my right, challenge. We're gonna have a football podcast Like a troll would. No, 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 no. I can talk. No, 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 no. We caught we caught I'm not even we caught you. You are the trolls. You and Sean are the trolls. You uh we caught you. Bye. Hey.